0: You know a lot about golf Well We're waiting And it is us Those weekend golf guys John Ashton right here Jeff Smith right there I'm in a studio He's in the golf cave In Otter Creek Or Otter Lake As it is affectionately referred to now Because of the uh, And I'm sure if you're out of the the Kentucky, Indiana area, you have heard about the flooding in the Ohio River and elsewhere. So, most golf courses are underwater, but we do persevere. We do carry on. And we've learned a, a new sport called kayak golf. It's pretty fun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Floating balls. By That's the way, right. I need to reintroduce the award winning Mr. Jeff Smith. Who has recently returned. You don't have a copy of it to hold up in front of the camera. I,
1: I do not. Okay. It, it's at home.
0: All right. But anyhow, uh, recently home. returned from the uh, Indiana section PGA meetings, at which point he was awarded a uh, the developmental teacher of the year. Not that you're developing, but that you have developed uh, many students, one in particular who you've taken from the eighth grade through high school championships, college championships, even though he went to Purdue, which is got to be yeah. tough for an IU graduate like you.
1: But, uh, it's okay. He's a golfer. <laughs> we'll let him slide. That, that overrides that other nasty thing.
0: Web.com tour champions and uh, now on the PGA tour. His name is Tyler Duncan, and you need to follow him this season and every season from here
1: on out. So and let's, then, let's hope that there are many, many, many great years to come in his career.
0: Yeah. And that guy who will be, you know, like hugging on him after the 18th at the Masters when he wins will be Jeff Smith.
1: Note the green jacket that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, let's good. hope that uh, let's hope that one day, uh, my friend Tyler Duncan can also wear a green jacket of this similar color.
0: Color, yeah, much much more fashionable style, however.
1: Well, this it. one's nice. I mean, it came from Royal Dornock Golf Club. You can see the crest right there. You it's can. Awfully nice. You can. Yeah, but it is definitely a. Uh, it's been known as the mystery Green. OK, so. All right. It's a pullover. Yeah. It's, you
0: know, one of those golf things. You know, it, it looks cool. It looks nice. Yeah. Uh, and should you be saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where on my where where on my computer do I look um, to see what the stuff he's trying to, to show me here? And the answer to that is Facebook dot com slash golf guys. Uh, you can watch the video of this whole proceeding. Should we manage to get through it in one piece? What we are going to talk about today is development. I mean, we have an award-winning developmental teacher with us, a guy that you have known low these many years to be a fantastic instructor of golf, even uh, purely through audio, because Jeff can talk you into a much better game. He has for me. I've only played golf and, and taken a lesson from him face-to-face once in my entire life. Okay, twice. The first time, because I really wasn't paying attention.
1: What can I say? The first time we played golf, I tried not to pay attention until you asked me to. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was that uh, embarrassing.
1: Well, you know, the best part about that is that it allowed me to finish the round without, you know, without having a stomach problem.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And he's not talking about the French lick hot dogs. No, No, he's not. No, He's talking about one John Ashton's golf game. At the time. Okay. Yeah, at the
1: time. At the time. That significantly was... improved at the moment. And I can you tell bet, you that.
0: You betcha, buddy. Yeah. You betcha. Of course, some people, the cynics out there who know me go, hey, it couldn't get much worse. But that remains to be seen. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're talking development because anybody can do it. I can do it. You can do it. Uh, a A triple-digit handicapper can do it. Or a triple-digit scorer, multi... You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yes. So yes. What we're going to discuss for the remainder of our hour together is how Jeff can help you, and he's going to help you. Just t- just listen. Just pay attention. Because we're going to start probably from the green and work our way back to the T. Right? Because mm-hmm. the green is the, uh, the most important. It's where more of your... Shots
1: are missed or made than probably anywhere else on the course. Um, and generally speaking, when you mess up those, there tend to be the more frustrating shots. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, that three-foot knee knocker for, for bogey that you miss. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, if you are That's uh, dumping could, the chip shot short, you know? Right.
0: I mean, if you could give yourself a, even a shot, a legitimate shot... At a short par for bogey or short putt for bogey on every hole,
1: you would probably play better. You'd be a lot happier. Yeah. Guaranteed there'd be a lot more smiles on your face if you had more real short tap ins for bogey.
0: Mm -hmm. And I've got to tell you that it is not all that hard to do, it takes a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, a little bit of practice. And all you have to do, really, for the next hour is listen. But anyhow, uh, I'm not going to relate specifically what the, what has happened to me because that is me and everybody is an individual. But I will guarantee you, if Jeff Smith can get me down to shoot between 80 and 85 on a regular basis, consistently, then he can do the same for you. Should you not be starting at the high 90s, he could probably get you down to shoot between 70. Than 75. It, it depends on where you want to get. Jeff can do it for you. And we're going to prove it to you because we're coming right back and we are going to let the developmental teacher of the year actually develop you. We are those weekend golf guys and we will be right back. Once you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys, you will get alerts every time we go live and we're doing it every couple weeks. Facebook.com slash golf guys. And you want to see exactly how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith is? It's real simple. Go to $5GolfClub.com. Use the number 5, $5GolfClub.com. Hey, Jeff, I got a letter, $5 Golf Club. It was addressed to you, but it came to me. But it said, Jeff, man, I took your advice from the show twice. One, you advised me to join $5GolfClub.com. I did. Two, is you advised me to buy the best ball I can. I could afford, and I'm getting those Strixons, Q-Stars. I'm paying about 36 bucks a dozen for them. said, I used to lose two balls yeah. a round, and I played a round a week. That's eight balls a month. That's $24 oh. a month. He said, after some of the lessons at $5 Golf Club, I'm not losing that many anymore. I lose maybe three a month. That's 9 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah.
1: Wait a minute. I think that's good math.
0: It's good math, man. He's spending nine bucks on lost balls, five bucks on us. That's 14 bucks. He's still making a $10 profit.
1: (laughs) That's right. Go to fightalligolfclub.com, listen to me, and make money. How do you like that?
0: And we are here, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the golf cave at Otter Creek. We promised we'd start at the green, work our way back. Seven minutes yeah. in this segment to make everybody a better putter. Jeff, what do you do?
1: Well, there's two things that are the most germane things that I know of that can make everybody instantly better. It takes more than just two, but I'll just, I'll hit, I'll lead with these two and then I'll pick up a third in a minute. Speed control is the number one thing. Okay. Where your ball stops, truly. We know, John, put the mug down. Cause I'm going to make you spit this out. If you don't
2: Okay. You
1: know the guy who always says, okay, boys ah, never up, never in. Yeah. <laughs> that means if you never get a ball up to the hole, it can never go in. And I just always say, "Hey, thanks captain obvious. Yeah. Um,
0: it's almost it, as good as you miss a hundred percent of the putts that don't go in the hole.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's almost that good. It's close. But, uh, the the deal is with that guy is he, is he basically, he's that guy that says, what are you some Nancy boy? Can't get the ball to the hole. Yeah. You know, wife play. Does your, you know, (laughs) does your husband play too? You know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. What did you get that putter caught up in your skirt? Mm -hmm. You know, all those things get said by the guy who thinks never up, never in. Right. The truth is, is yeah. Okay. Getting the ball to the hole is certainly important. But that kind of thinking right there makes everybody pound their putts way too hard mm-hmm. because there's no backboard. Yeah. John, I know that golf is not putt putt. There are no rails. No. There are no orange boards back there. No. There's no rocks. There's no anything. It's we have to stop that ball on our own, right at the hole high. Right. Okay? Yep. Just do. Yep. So that way the next one is short. It's not basketball. There's no backboard. All yeah. right. We have to swish every putt. No reason. So let's understand that the number one thing that every putter, every person that plays the game, that every person who's putting needs to do excellently that is get the ball at the hole. Now, when I teach putting, I always lead with this so that it is never a problem for them to understand that the main goal is to make sure that they have a chance for it to go in on the next one that's an easy chance, as opposed to, I need to give this ball a chance in somebody's mind by getting it there. They say, well, I gave it a chance. Well, a lot of times those people say, I gave it a chance, really didn't give it a chance because it's going too stinking far past. Yeah, and they don't have a chance. So the question always comes to me in my clinics, what's too far past? I said, about a foot and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. It's about it mm-hmm. because at that speed had it actually touched any part of the hole if it's a foot and a half past or more it's right. too fast to have gone in you would have missed it if it was online anyway you yeah, would that, hit the back edge of the hub, cup and spun out
0: and i hate so it when that happens speed. man i know
1: you just <laughs> pound it okay so there's there's thing number one and thing number two is something that's been proven over the years that people gloss over as if it doesn't matter, but it really does. It's putter face angle. Mm-hmm. John, there's been so many tests done over the years with 10 foot flat putts. All the club manufacturers have a robot that right. they test with right. from, from Scotty Cameron to Bettinardi to you name it, whoever's making putters, they all have a putting robot, every mm-hmm. single one of them. And the, and the the independent labs all have a putting robot, and you know what they do is they change one parameter at a time. Okay. And what has been proven many times over, many 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 times over, yeah. is that on a ten foot flat putt, if your putter face angle is at zero degrees to the back of the hole, meaning it is absolutely positively into the back of the hole, straight in, no no angles off, nothing, it is dead straight square on. Yeah, that the putter can be swinging as far as nine degrees left or right, and that ball will still go in the hole. But you the, the opposite, swing,
0: the swing plane can be swing, off nine. The swing okay. direction. You could be swing, moving okay. the putter,
1: Billy Mayfair style. Okay. Way left or right. way right. Gotcha. If the putter face itself is at zero degrees, that ball mm. still goes in the hole. Cool. Now, if the putter itself is traveling at zero degrees absolutely dead square to the hole but the putter is off one degree the face angle is off one degree left or right on that same flat perfectly level 10 foot putt Mm -hmm. that ball misses face Mm. angle overrides stroke by a lot so here we are talking to people about their putting strokes and what do they do to neutralize things what i do to help people is to neutralize their hands Okay. So that way there's no twisting of the face. I don't work with stroking motion nearly as much as I do things that aim the face and keep it where it needs to be within that stroke because I know that we all want to make putts. Mm-hmm. So we have to have it. So the putter face angle is the number two thing. That's the Those are the big two. How much time we got? Can I go to number three?
0: Yeah, real quick, just hit number three. We got about right. 40 seconds.
1: How about learning to aim your putter face under the heading of "Am I really aimed where I think I'm aimed?" This is a fun thing. That's why they make all these different putters with different head shapes and lines and and dots and and fangs and all kinds of things that help us aim the putter because if we cannot aim to where we think we're aimed, well, it's all over anyway, right?
0: Aiming speed, yeah, and the um, direction of the the putter face being That's square right. to to the target line. Right. Three things that you have to do, and you're saying, oh, yeah, it's so easy for you to say, Jeff, but how the heck do we do that? Yeah, well, let's what you talk about do, that in the next segment. You hang out for about two, four, five minutes. We'll be right back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. How about Twitter? You do the Twitter thing, follow us on Twitter. It is at W-K-N-D, golf Guys. We have found a new favorite golf course south park country club it is in fairdale it's been in fairdale it's 1905 who knew hmm. it is really nice out there i mean it is pastoral it is pristine rolling hills nice fairways and a great membership deal if you are 34 or younger it's going to cost you 799 dollars to join this club and play golf there for 18 months if you are 35 or older, it's going to cost you $1,800 to play golf there for 18 months. Do the math. 100 bucks a month, none too shabby. And that's broken up into three payments of 600 bucks. 600 when you apply, 600 in June, 600 next October. And then you still have a membership through April of 2019. Samantha at SouthParkCountryClub.com. That is the email for the membership director. Or you can call Sam directly. South Park Country Club. You got to join, and then you can come play with us. South Park Country Club, man, it is a great place. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right? It's not just $5 to get in, and then we hit you with more. No. $5 $5 this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number 5. DollarGolfClub.com That's all it costs. $5 a month. Phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price. That's us. $5GolfClub.com Promised we'd be back and here we are. Potter face alignment. Square to your target. Speed. Get the ball to stop at the hole. Aiming. Make sure that it's going to start out and wind up where you want it to go how that's the yeah. question mr jeff
1: this is how? the easiest thing on the planet okay here we go i want everybody to write this down get out a piece of paper you're going to write down the simplest tools you have them at home all right Is not go to my website and buy this thing for 39.99 no <laughs> this is something you already have in your house okay. i promise you okay thing number one a ruler Get a ruler. I don't care if it's the school ruler that's one foot long with a little ridge in the top for the pencil or if it's a three-foot ruler that's metal that you lay it on the ground or whatever. I don't care. Okay. Get one. All right. Put the ball. Let's say it is the ruler at home that's got the little pencil groove in the top. Put the ball on it. Put the putter up against the back edge of it when it's laying on the ground, okay? So your putter... Your ruler's laying on the ground in front of you. Uh-huh. Your ball is laying in that little track. Your putter is flat up against the back edge of it. Guess what? You now have aimed your putter, and now you've got something that's visual right there, and you just put the ball right off of it. Okay. Right down the ruler. You know what's going to happen?
0: King your putter
1: play. face was square at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh
1: then you're going to grip your, put your hands on it, keep it there. And then you're going to stroke it. And if you can knock that ball off a one foot ruler, you have started your ball online. And now it's a matter of how hard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thing number two, take it to the golf course, put it there by, by a hole and start figuring out where you need to aim it by using your feet to feel the slope in the green, start to estimate where you need to aim that ruler so that when the ball rolls off of it it will curve toward the hole because of the slope you'll learn to aim based upon what's going to happen to your ball so you're learning to read a green Mm. i know john Mm. wait i squat down and i read greens with my eyes Uh -uh. guess what you're wrong a lot especially those all over the country, they have a lot of poana in the greens. Because uh-huh. you know what poana is? No. A different color of grass, and it's all splotchy, isn't it? Oh, okay. So, guess what's fooled
0: your eyes.
1: eye? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. I hear you, man. Let's understand that the slope is the thing that's going to affect the ball, not the color. The okay. color will throw you off. Right. Don't look at it with your eyes. You're not going to get it. Look at it with your feet. Start to estimate based upon what you feel. Walk your putts. How much slope is there from the beginning to the end of the putt? And then start aiming that ruler where you think you need to aim it and then set your putter up square up against the back edge of that and begin to stroke the putt. Next thing you know, you'll realize that if you can roll it off the ruler, Your stroke is good, and your face angle is good. Mm -hmm. All right. Next little cheap drill that you have at home—you actually you have it in your golf bag. Three golf tees, three of them. All right. Okay. Now, you're going to stick them in the green, and you're going to put one of them just outside the heel of your putter head. Okay. The other one just outside the toe of your putter head, so your putter can pass between them like a little gate, Okay. right? There's just a hair room on either side of the putter. Okay. Just a little tiny wiggle room. And the third tee is going to go out in front about two feet at the most out in front foot and a half would be great. And it's going to be out in front of the face of the putter. And it's going to be exactly in the middle of those two tees. So you're going to make an isosceles triangle. Say that after me. Isosceles. I, <laughs> isosceles. That's right. Did I you saw see? Isosceles. <laughs> <right? laughs> but if you get out there and you make a perfect isosceles triangle, and then you put the ball in front of your putter face and you stroke it between those two tees, and your ball strikes the tee out in front, you sir have learned how to pass your stroke in a direction that's necessary and a face that points exactly where you wanted. Mm-hmm. And there's truth in that. And you have it at home. You have it in your golf bag, three golf tees and one ruler um, and a ruler. Yeah. You've got it. Now, what about distance control? How do you practice distance control? First thing you do, you bring a bunch of balls onto a green and you start putting uphill putts, downhill putts, side hill putts. You stand in the middle of the green, and then you putt toward the fringe in different places, so you're putting different length putts, and your job is to stop the ball at the fringe, and then you stood in the middle of the green, and you putted all those balls, one of them's over here, one of them's over there, one of them's uphill, one of them's downhill, and you stop the ball at the fringe, and then you drop something there right where you were standing, maybe it's your hat, maybe it's your glove. And then you go to all where those balls are and you putt back to the center where that thing is, whether it's your hat, whether it's your glove, whether it's your blue Yeti microphone that I've got here, <laughs> anything that can be in, put in the middle of the green, Right. go putt and putt from the edges to the middle and the middle to the edges, and you will figure out your putter head, your distance control very quickly. And you have Come to do
0: up. that individually too because green speeds differ course to course to course, conditions day Day to day. day, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. Here's another, another fun drill that I love to use, um, for speed control, especially, and then line, I take two golf balls Mm -hmm. and I toss one of them out somewhere between eight and 15 feet away because I have a lot of those putts and I take the other ball and try to hit that first ball, tap that first ball that I just chucked out within two putts. So I have two putts or less to touch that other ball. The first one is of course all about speed. Right. And the second one of course is all about line. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, and then I just kick out another one and I move it to someplace else. They're always random, varied distances, uphills, downhills, across the hills, but I'm playing cool.
0: <laughs> kind of a fun deal. It is. It is. Okay. So, um, that's, that's all you need to know to, uh, to putt better. How to control the distance, how to make sure the putter face is scored to the target line, and how to know where to aim by reading the the contour of the green with your feet. However, many of us amateur golfers, we're not like real good at getting on in regulation. Yeah. So we have to pull a a wedge out most of the time because we're somewhere close to the green usually. Hopefully, anyhow. That's an animal of a different stripe completely, and if you want to make that whole putting thing much less of a hassle (laughs) or much less frightening or nerve-wracking or however you want to put it, you just need to know how to get your chips closer to the hole, and that's what we're going to talk about when we come back next. We are those Weekend Golf Guys, along with the award-winning Jeff Smith Developmental Teacher of the Year. He's going to develop you. You just need to pay attention. We'll be right back. Once you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys, you will get alerts every time we go live. And we're doing it every couple weeks. Facebook.com slash golf guys. And we came back. Hope you did too, or at least hung, hung out with us. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here in studio. Jeff Smith over there at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. Develop, developing all of us. Uh, it's, it's early in the season and boy, some of us really need this, uh, maybe just a refresher course for some, a, uh, first time for others. Little things. Uh, hope you, you caught the last segment on, on the putting. Now we're going to talk about chipping because that seems to be the, uh, the Achilles' heel for most amateurs, would you agree?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people out there, John. You used to be this way, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, who really suffered right next to the green, you know? Uh, and here's there's a couple reasons, you know. First, there's not a lot of people who like practicing chipping because it appears to be one of the easier shots in the game. Yeah, nah, it's not that far away. Come on, how hard can this shot be? You know, I want to go practice my driver. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right? I don't need any of those shots to get me closer to the hole. Pfft, who needs that? Right. So that's the mentality that they have. And then when they do kind of, you know, they're they're mar- they're messing around a little bit before they're round of golf and they go, OK, yeah, I guess I'll hit a few pots. I guess I'll hit a few chips. And I always see it every day out here, you know, Auto Creek being a public golf course. Um, you know, I see it every day. A bunch of amateurs coming in. I see this shot all the time. And this is where people just butcher their game. They'll mm-hmm. they 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 uh, they'll put their feet together. They'll put their ball outside the right foot, somewhere near the right shoulder. Uh, they'll jam their hands way forward toward their left leg. And the shaft angle is leaning so far forward that the angle of the club face, that whatever club they've chosen, the angle of the club face is less, but the leading edge is down. And in this leading edge being down. They also are going to top it and skull it. And they're also going to chunk it because the ball is also so far back in the swing. Now, when I say it's back in the swing, John, you said, well, wait a second. You were just talking about stance. It's over there behind the right foot into the back foot and by the back shoulder. But that's the part of the swing that's more up to down. Yeah, The part that's more level is the closer to the left side, the front side. It's moving from up to down. Where the low point of the swing is closer to the left shoulder so it's more level to the surface less down on an angle than it is on the back side so the farther back we put it the more steep the swing now if you combine an up to down swing with a leading edge pointed down and, and hands that are jammed forward and wrists that are forward the wrists that are forward actually hinge up cock the club up even more so the arms and and wrists are lifting the club even steeper Mm -hmm. and then putting it down at a steeper angle. And then that leading edge is moving downward into a golf ball, man, that's trouble. That's where you top it. That's where you fat it. Yeah. John, you used to have that shot. Thank gosh you don't anymore.
0: I know that's right. I was watching a uh, PGA tournament a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago now. And uh, a guy, I watched a guy set up just like that. And I remember thinking to myself, man, if I set up like that still, I would chunk that shot. And guess what this PGA professional did? He chunked it. He chunked it. Yeah, he certainly did. It went about two feet, and yeah. I was like, "Whoa!"
1: He needs to talk to Jeff. It, you know what? And and those guys are really good. Yeah, yeah. They actually practice. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and and that still happens. So, what's the solution to that? You know, what I like to tell people is understanding the bottom of their club is what they really want to have coming into the ball and surf, you know, skimming the surface, so to speak. So I'll have them put the ball a little front of center. Mm -hmm. I'll have them put their nose right in line with the golf ball because we're looking for the club to get down to the bottom of the golf ball because we still want it moving downward. We sure don't want that leading edge upward into a golf ball. We'll just scull it. Right. So, But but John, it doesn't need to be 10 degrees down. It could still be one degree down, so shallow. It's still going down, but it's only, you know, like one degree. It's really shallow skimming. You know, I think that people have this thought of, well, I'm supposed to hit down on the golf ball. Guess what? Anything that is moving still down, albeit really shallow, Mm -hmm. one degree down is still down. Mm -hmm. We are moving the club down below the golf ball. But we're certainly not having the leading edge moving upward into the golf ball. By putting the ball even front of center by a little bit and putting your nose in line with it, you shallow the club out. It skims on the ground using the sole plate of the club and just slides right under there. And you don't skull it and you don't hit it fat.
0: And you, and you know what's really funny? You know those little things in, in the, the face of the, of your wedge? They're called grooves. Yeah. They, you know, and you keep them clean and you know what happens? It's like magic, man. It puts spin on the ball.
1: Isn't
0: that amazing? It's funny. And personal experience, got to tell you, anecdotally speaking, Jeff, first time I'm sitting here, he says, put the ball in the middle. I'm going, no, that's not what I've been told low these many years. And he basically said, forget what you've been told. Forget what you've seen. Just shut up and put the ball in the middle of your stance. And I did. And he said, now swing. And I did. And, man, the ball flew up in the air a little bit it hit the green it kind of checked up and then rolled a little bit and i went oh it's a miracle
1: i had my little pixie dust and i sprinkled it upon you and it was
0: fun i tell you You there was nothing more fun than hitting it right and watching it do what it's supposed to do
1: and the fun part about it for me was i got to tell you to shut up (laughs) I was excited.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: John, shut up and do it. <laughs> you know, the truth is, though, there's a. There, I mean, th- that method uh, that I was telling you about before is not terrible, except when you exaggerate it. Mm-hmm. A, a long time ago, there was a wizard uh, of a putting or uh, a short game guy named Paul Runyon, and and that shot, Paul Runyon became famous for having one of the best short games around. And when greens back then were so slow the best shot to use was a lower bumping and running shot. And Mm -hmm. he was the absolute master of masters. He taught people this shot. The problem with it is that two things changed. When Paul taught it, the greens were very slow. So you needed that shot to roll out, Right. right? Right. So the greens got a lot faster and more severe. So we need more spin and we need more trajectory help to stop our ball next to the hole. So we need a different shot for that. But the other part is that people exaggerate that style. Paul Runyon did not put his ball way off the right shoulder, his back shoulder outside his right foot. He didn't. It was back of center, and his hands were also not jammed forward, way forward of center. Yeah. The thing is is that people exaggerate something, and it changes the angles to a dramatic fashion. Yeah. So it isn't that the Paul Runyon bump and run shot is a bad shot. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying is so many people exaggerate these things that they make it a bad motion. Yeah. They can't seem to perform it in an exaggerated fashion. It's just that simple. And one
0: one of the other questions that many of us amateurs have is, you know, I've got four wedges in my bag. How do I decide which one to use?
1: Well, sometimes the shot dictates that. Sometimes you you have to go really short and you need a little bit of spin, in which case you're going to want one of those higher lofted ones, mm-hmm. but you got to be careful. You don't take a higher lofted club and then flip it open and expose the leading edge again. That's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Right. You know, and people go, oh, wait, but I see the pros do that. Yeah. The pros also grind off the back of their wedges so they can have that flipped open <laughs> a little bit and they don't raise the leading edge. So let's, yeah. let's be aware of that.
0: Yeah. And also what you need to do, and I hate to bring this up. It's, it's, you know, nothing worse than a reformed drunk. I have always heard. However, you need to practice. You need to go out to, you know, your backyard, maybe and just put a, a basket or some sort of a target and just see with the same swing and the same ball position where your ball winds up with different wedges.
1: So okay, you get an idea. I wrote this day and time down right now <laughs> because not only has the non-practicing non Ashton, the I don't have time to practice guy, not only has he taken the big leap to actually practice some, but on this radio show here and now, folks, you have just heard this guy actually promote practice <laughs> this is a true miracle.
0: It's a new I think year, the man. Pic-
1: <laughs> I think the pixie dust that I sprinkled upon you has got into your brain. <laughs> have, have you snorted some of that pixie dust? Is that
0: what happened? No, what I did is I started beating people I never beat before. And I said, you know, <laughs> Jeff may have something here with this practice idea. You know? Let's try it. Let's give it a try. And it actually works. I know, man. I know. It's almost like you know what you're talking about. You should win an award or something.
1: Mark this down, folks. (laughs) Write it down. This is the day. Wow. (laughs) This is like Easter.
0: (laughs) I hope Jeff will agree with me. But what I'm going to say is when we come back, I am going to tell you, now that we're away from the green and we're working our way through the fairway back to the T, that there is one thing. And only, only one thing that you need to keep in mind to make sure that you can get to a position where your improved chipping and putting is going to make lower scores for you.
1: I'm going to disagree just to be contrarian. (laughs)
0: Nothing Just Nothing less would be expected from you. We are Those Weekend Golf Guys. Check us out at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You want to see the video of what we're doing right here? We've got it for you, facebook.com slash golf guys. Check it out. Hang out with us because we will be right back. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club, it may be your grip, it may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius, and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out, $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs, 5 bucks a
2: month.
0: Hey, you want to see exactly how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith is? It's real simple. Go to $5golfclub.com. Use the number five, $5golfclub.com. All right, this is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith, the golf cave at Otter Creek. The award winning Jeff Smith, congratulations again on this uh, PGA award for Developmental Teacher of the Year. Thank and uh, he's been spending some time uh, helping develop us into uh, at least have a higher potential for the uh, uh, upcoming golf season, which some of us are already into. Others of us are slogging our way through. And a few still our uh, brethren and sister and golfers in the Northeast waiting for the snow to melt. Yeah. But hey, they knew the job was dangerous when they moved there. Putting has improved through a couple of simple techniques. Jeff has explained earlier in the program. Chipping has improved through just a couple of techniques Jeff has mentioned in the last segment. Now we're working on irons, woods, and driver. And there is one thing and one thing only that's going to help you. Okay, there's one thing and one thing only that if you don't do, nothing else will help you. Let's put it that way. And that is making contact with the ball with the center of the club face.
1: Oh, you had to go there. I did. I wanted to disagree with you so much because I'm, I'm right.
0: I want you I want to hear you say, "John, you're right."
1: John, you're repeating something that I've said an awful <laughs> long time ago and many, many times over. So, John, you're right. <laughs> Thank you for echoing <laughs> my statements in thousands of lessons that i've given
0: i'm just proving that i do indeed pay attention now and again
1: how about that (laughs) folks there's two miracles that have happened in this show (laughs) is that john has actually voiced the second one he actually does pay attention to things that will make him better how about that
0: how about that
1: what a show i mean this is a banner (laughs) show right now this officially makes i thought The first miracle was going to be good enough, but this one has now put us over the top. This show right here, mark it on your calendar, one of our best shows ever because John has actually agreed with me.
0: As I said, it's a new year, man, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh boy. Center face contact, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easy to say. You say it easy. I say it easily. I do not so easy. See center face contact. Not so easy to accomplish on a regular basis. Sweet spot, right? Yeah. What we're talking about here is really has a lot to do with with two things: swing direction at the bottom, right? We call it swing path. That's a general term that says, "Hey, where's my club coming from and going to?" Mm -hmm. Right? Where is that? Am I swiping across the ball or am I coming into it in a direct blow kind of manner? So imagine a hammer and a nail. And if you come into it with a direct blow, you're going to hit the center of that hammer head because it's really small, right? right? You're going to hit it or very close to it, moving the hammer directly into the back of that nail. So take your hammer golf club into the nail, the golf ball, and let's go at it in a more direct manner. So let's not swipe across it to the right or to the left. I know easy to say. Come on, Jeff. That's obvious, right? Thank you, Mr. Obvious. Okay, here's how. Here's a way that everybody can practice getting center face contact immediately at home. Get out two pencils. Lay them on the ground just outside of your golf club head, uh, you know, quarter inch on each side. Swing between the pencils. Don't hit the pencils. Guess what you get?
0: Center face contact.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> obviously if you put a ball in the center of that, you know yeah. that you're not far <laughs> off the center face at all, right? Right, yeah. You get that. How can people train that? Well, by doing exactly what I just said. At home, it requires $0.00 and 0 cents to be better at center face contact. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to do it in a rather more dangerous fashion, put something down outside that club that you're swinging that you really don't want to hit.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, now... I am not repeating not advocating your cell phone. I am not advocating anything expensive. But if you want to get better faster, put something down there that you really don't want to to hit. (laughs) Because a pencil is a great visual. Right. But it doesn't really provide the negative feedback, so to speak. (laughs) Start with something larger, more ominous, but soft. Like a pillow. Not hard, like John's head. (laughs) Start something soft and put it down there so he could, you could swing between two things that won't break, but you don't want to hit him anyway. Right, Right. right. And start doing that because anybody can do this at their home. Now, yeah. what do you get when you get center face contact versus not? John, imagine you know all the club manufacturers forever. They call this thing the sweet spot. Yeah. Right? Things rise better, fly better have better spin. They fly a lot further when you strike it there. So mm-hmm. that's the best that you're going to get. Right. Okay. So if you swing the club, John, I'm going to give you a, let's say that you swing your driver at a hundred miles an hour. Let's yeah. just say that you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, are you thinking about that for a minute? I am,
0: man. I am. Is this somewhere
1: I'm- beyond a dream now? <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. Now let's just say that you swing it and at hundred miles an hour and you hit it right in the middle of the club face uh-huh. with that club, gently rising up into the golf ball and everybody's happy, right? Right. You, you maxed out, you've flown that thing a um, hundred or 250 yards and it rolls out and you are smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Okay, John, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Now it's time to wake up from your dream. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay. Now, but if you did that same swing, that same hundred miles an hour swing, that mm-hmm. same gentle rise up into the golf ball that everybody loves to talk about. Right. Yeah. But what if you hit that thing a half inch toward the heel or a half inch toward the bottom or a half inch toward the toe or a half inch toward the top? You now, all of a sudden it's a whole lot less than your best. Yeah. And the balls curve poorly. They go offline. They don't fly as far. They fall out of the sky quicker. They did, you know, all that stuff happened because of improper contact and yet you're still swinging the club at the same speed and mm-hmm. you lose a bunch of distance and people go, man, I need to swing faster.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. No,
1: no, You really need to get to the center of the face. You need to hit the sweet spot so that you can max out yourself. And so that,
0: that pencil trick works for a driver. Also, it too. works
1: great. Yeah. Visuals are great. Yeah, I know yeah. it's, it's not hard John. no it's not it's, and it's not and they're
0: you know your round goes so much more quickly, so much more proficiently and and you become so much happier when the uh, off-center strikes of any of your clubs are the exception rather than the rule. yeah
1: yeah and that's that's one and of those things and you go ah, well, I just didn't catch that one squarely yeah. that time. Yeah, and instead of being pleasantly surprised, going "Wow, man, I got all of that one." That's right. right. Because that's the thing is, people they get uh, you know the better players are surprised fewer times in a positive yeah, exactly. way. Exactly, right? they're getting used to it.
0: Now we're not saying you're going to be perfect because nobody is. I mean, nobody you is. watch watch PGA tournament; those guys aren't perfect. No. Um, but what we are saying is that there is lots of room for improvement for all of us amateur golfers. And right. all we have to do is pay attention and just a, a few simple things. And like, you know, if your practice materials are available in the junk drawer in your kitchen rather than, you know, on somebody's website for eighty nine ninety five, um so much easier to get so much better so much more quickly. One of the things, if you do want to spend, if you, if you feel more comfortable spending a couple of bucks, and I'm talking just a couple of bucks, please check out $5golfclub.com because Jeff has videos that basically show you exactly how to do some of the things he's talked about on this show right here and a lot more beyond that. Uh, and it's just five bucks a month and there's no, like, that's cheap. Yeah. You don't have to sit there forever. You, you know, if one month you learn everything you need to learn, you know, great. Uh, It's also fun, you know, don't tell any of the the, the PGA rules officials this because they'll get you in trouble. But, you know, if you're a a member of the five dollar golf club, which is totally available through a mobile phone uh, and you're headed off to a shot that you're not quite sure how to do, look it up on the ride to where your ball is, because that's all the time it would take to get to just video that would describe exactly how to get out of whatever trouble spot you happen to be in $5 golf You need to check that out. You need to do it right away too, because the season is well upon us. Um, Also what you'll see as a member of $5 golf club is uh, access to a secret Facebook page. And uh, on that Facebook page will be bi-weekly or bi-monthly every other week, whatever it is. It's
1: not a secret page. It's a double secret probation page. Yes, sir. For those animal right. house addicts out right, there, thank you right very much. Right from
0: the animal house itself. Anyhow, um, twice a month starting up uh, Golf and Ars again, it being March and the sun coming up and uh, the time changing soon. And that's something y'all want to look forward to. ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com. That's where you go just to see what's going on with us. Uh, Audioboom.com or iTunes or Stitcher or any of that stuff. Uh, tune in. That's where you can go and follow the uh, the podcast version of the show, which is available. And uh, if you'd like to uh, support us a little bit, well, check out Patreon. That's p a t r e o n dot com slash golf guys. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll make it well worth your while to make this well worth our while. Anything else we can say is just hey, practice a little bit and go play well. some golf. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs 5 bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. We have found a new favorite golf course, South Park Country Club. It is in Fairdale. It's been in Fairdale since 1905. Who knew? Hmm. It is really nice out there. I mean, it is pastoral. It is pristine, rolling hills, nice fairways, and a great membership deal. If you are 34 or younger, it's going to cost you $799 to join this club and play golf there for 18 months. If you are thirty-five or older, it's going to cost you eighteen hundred dollars to play golf there for eighteen months. Do the math. Hundred bucks a month, none too shabby. And that's broken up into three payments of six hundred bucks. Six hundred when you apply, six hundred in June, six hundred next October, and then you still have a membership through April of twenty nineteen. Samantha at SouthparkCountryClub.com. That is the email for the membership director, or you can call Sam directly. South Park Country Club. You got to join, and then you can come play with us. South Park Country Club, man, it is a great place. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.